0: <laughs>
1: okay. So, um, so in verse five, it, it goes along with that idea. You know, whatever you do is, if as long as you submit it to God, you're doing what God wants you to do. Okay. And and God doesn't even allow the disbelievers to do things. Do things that he doesn't will. He's in control of the actions of the disbelievers too. Um, (laughs) One of the ways he does that is that he sends angels to protect protect the believers from the disbelievers' actions. Okay, so if um, he knows that something. says that in verse 6. Okay. Then we go on to verse 7. The spoils of war that God bestows upon his messenger from the banished inhabitants of the town shall go to the God and the messenger in the form of charity to the relatives, the needy, and the alien. In this way, it will not be monopolized by the rich among you. Any gain spoils that the messenger gives you, you shall accept. And whatever he b- forbids you, you shall leave of God, God is most is strict in imposing punishments. The spoils shall also go to the poor immigrants who were evicted from their homes and deprived of their properties in seeking God's grace and pleasure, in supporting God and his messenger. These are the truthful. Okay, I'll stop there. Of course, shift the gears again. And <coughs> we read about the spoils of war and how, um, this shouldn't make the, the spoils of war shouldn't be given to the rich to make them just richer and more powerful. You know there are people that need things and they should be given to them so that, you know, it could be fair. It's I know, um, I think about like in World War Two again, how Hitler and all the people they were they were taking all the riches from the places that they um, invaded and, you know, the richer just got rich, got richer and more powerful. And, you know, it, 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 the poor were left on their own. You know. And God is most barren, so He says, give it to the poor and those who need it. Um, okay. Are there any, qu- uh, any comments on this page so
2: far? Okay, let me comment here on this exodus Okay, here, over and over again God is telling us that He controls the minds and the hearts of every single creature, every single ant, every single elephant every single human being on earth and over and over again He's telling you that you have an invisible giant standing by you to protect you as one of God's people there's an invisible giant standing, going wherever your children go anything connected with you when you go and take a test, there's an angel with you an invisible giant and they know everything about nuclear physics, the mathematics, geography, psychology and they deal with your kids uh, here we have an example of uh, the enemies, of the believers were overwhelmed they were a small minority all the tribes banded together to finish Islam once and for all. And finish Muhammad and finish all the people who believed with him. And they were a very small minority. The armies were huge. Now, this are all the tribes of Arabia united to wipe out Islam once and for all. And they went around Medina. And they had the allies inside the city, in the heart of the, among the believers but they couldn't do it, there's no way they can do it God put terror in their hearts and in see exodus they just left their homes on their own accord they were terrified because it's not them it's not up to them so they had to leave their homes on their own, they left their lands, their homes their properties and they just fled the believers didn't do anything, they didn't need to and uh, as you recall from Surah 33, the Battle of the Parties, the angels took care of all those parties that were surrounding Medina to finish Islam and the Prophet and the Muslims, Johnson, violent wind blew them away, literally blew them away and they had to leave and this is, God. Uh, you, you read in the Quran consistently that God's system does not change there's an invisible giant standing by you to protect you to serve you, to tell you I'm your friend and uh, to go with your children wherever they go you have grown up girls, don't think they are not chaperones, they are chaperones they you you don't have to worry about <coughs> a single one of them and this is no longer just a, a bunch of talk we have here in this mosque, we have a track record right here, and we've seen examples, and we've seen both sides of the coin so we know what we're talking about, when I mean, we are living the Quran even if God did not decree exodus for them, He would have punished them in this life anyway because those who side against God, they just have no chance the Quran repeatedly says, do not be impressed by their apparent successes Their apparent temporary successes. Their very success becomes the source of their misery in this world. They're not happy. They'll not not be impressed by their apparent successes if they are successful. So I hope I'm impressing on you enough that you have confidence in God that He is sending His forces with you where consistently talks about invisible soldiers these invisible soldiers, they are with the
0: believers
2: and the problem with those people out there in the street they don't believe in the invisible, they don't believe in the visible and our visible range is very limited by the way and in fact this light the visible range, the only seven colors like seven colors in the visible range and it's a very narrow range beyond that we don't see and there are things that we know exist the X-rays exist the (coughs) ultraviolet exists ultra is on one end, and the X rays on the other end no, excuse me, they're both on the same end but the X-rays are shorter than UV infrared Infrared is on the other side you do not see the infrared we will talk about the infrared one time and we said you can take a picture of that couch after uh, David and Frank leave, and you'll see them there after they leave. And if one of them punts the other in the face, we'll know who punched who. <laughs> <laughs> after they leave, because of the infrared. But the UV and X rays are invisible. UV is what hits you if you sit in the sun too long. And we're all aware of the X rays. We don't see them, but they are powerful so this is just a tiny sample of the invisibles you have an invisible giant standing by you if somebody comes to punch you on the nose you can imagine what will happen to him unless you deserve it <laughs> and then the punch will come through <laughs> measured <coughs> the spoils of war Of course, only the strong, young, powerful, able will will go to war and they will get spoils of war. So, God is saying to be fair and distribute them. At least one fifth of them must go out. In the Shia sect, uh, they take advantage of this one fifth business. And it is common uh, 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 in a Shia village that uh, a man with a black turban will go to the house and say, Give me one fifth of everything you own. I'm a descendant of the Prophet. And they will give one faith. They this two? That's what some people told me. So it's it a, a misinterpretation of this of this uh, law. Or abuse. One of the most abused verses verses in the Quran is verse uh, 7, where it says whatever the messenger gives you, you should take and whatever he forbids you, do not take it has to do with, uh, with the spoils of war but they, uh, they make it to mean Hadith and Sunnah so there is abuse, all the sects of Islam, so-called sects uh, of course in Surah 6 verse 159 it says if you divide yourself into sects, you do not belong with God or with the messenger so both sects, the Sunnis and the Shias, are not Muslims by their own admission, you ask, what are you, I'm a Sunni who's going to say that in the day of judgment what are you, I'm a Sunni what are you, I'm a (laughs) Shia? you don't say Muslim so both of them abuse these uh, verses in this particular surah And you know something? I do go along with them. I say, okay, what the messenger gives you, take, and what he forbids you, don't take. He gave you the Quran. He uttered only the Quran. So even though they abuse the verse, I do go along with them. Are there any uh, questions on this? You're going to forget that you have an invisible uh, giant behind you, and with you kids with their affairs, don't forget that. <coughs> okay, we'll go back to verse nine and start.
1: And those who established had established their homes and their faith previously readily welcome the immigrants who come to them. They find no hesitation in their hearts to give <coughs> them what they need. They even prefer them over themselves, even though they themselves may be in need. Anyone who spared the stingy nature of himself, these are the winners. As for the immigrants who came later to Islam, they say, Our Lord, forgive us and forgive those who preceded us to Islam. Remove from our hearts any hatred towards the believers. Our Lord, you are the compassionate, most merciful." Okay, these are fairly straightforward. you know, people that you, when when a person comes to you and they're in need, a Muslim is going to help out. You know, when when you see that there's a real need, you know, and they even you go out of their way to help a, a a needy person as long as it doesn't interrupt their worshiping God alone. Okay, that always comes first. Um, And uh, then it says the immigrants who come later, you know, they, you know, they ask God to help them. um, Well, it says forgive those who preceded them to Islam, but then it says um, to remove any hatred from the hearts. Okay, and the the believers should always hang together. Okay, there. What is it? There's a verse, I wrote it down, 3103. Surah 3103. Um, You shall hold fast to the rope of God altogether and do not be divided. Be appreciative of God's favors upon you. You used to be enemies and He reconciled your hearts by His grace. And brethren, God thus explains the revelations for you that you may be guided. And the believers should. The believers should be united, you know, and there shouldn't be hatred. And, and we should ask God, you know, to help us, you know, um, not be enemies or to remove any hatred between us. Um, then it goes on to. Um, verse 11, the hypocrites said to their allies
2: let me, uh, let me uh, okay. give you a little rest here on these two verses 9 and 10 <laughs> uh, yeah I want to, uh, this is, this gives me a chance to, uh, to uh, thank God and be proud of something that our community uh, does and it's a perfect example of living in the Quran you all know Emily, she, uh, she works Friday nights unfortunately but soon God will give her time to work here but she packed everything in New York and she moved here and she had, there was a period of time when she was looking for a job and she has no means, she had no means of support and I tell you during all this time when she needed help this drawer was full of envelopes with Emily's name on it people were pitching in and helping her and she kept her on her feet until she was standing on her own feet I don't know who all those people are but you know we're a small community we're not wealthy but uh, this drawer had enough support for Emily there were sealed envelopes with her name on it and I passed them on to her and uh, that helped her uh, just like she didn't feel uh, but uh, but this is an example of immigrants who joined the believers and the people who are established helped them and I know we. Will I mean, this is not the only example, I'm just giving you a good example this uh, this will always happen, this always happened in the past and it happens naturally when you're a believer, God guides you into doing these things so I just wanted to uh, note this and also I want to go back to the uh, production and give you uh, I think we learn best by the real life examples of things that happened to us I'm sure uh, Lori will not mind mentioning her accident uh, sometime back, but there's an example of an invisible, invisible giant who was with you uh, Lori was in an accident, she was thrown out of the car and then she took care of the driver, her sister was driving and her sister went to the hospital, nothing happened to her she took care of her and now if you're thrown out of a car you will hit something or something will hit you, but no, nothing I mean, you can imagine the invisible giant carrying her outside in <coughs> perfect safety. And this was a nearby a track record. many, many examples. That was one of them. Real life examples. And we thank God for teaching us the real life and through the Quran.
0: <coughs>
2: Go ahead.
0: When it says, remove um, from our earth what's it
2: saying okay, there that some Yeah, have some kind of which question uh, is this? Ten. that's okay. for the immigrants who came later to Islam they say our Lord forgive us and forgive those who preceded us to Islam remove from our hearts any hatred us these were people who were fighting each other they were trying to kill each other <laughs> and then uh, the disbelievers became believers and joined the camp of them. So and these are people who killed uh, my brother, my cousin, my father you know, in war, they were, they were engaged in war and now they joined them and they know that this guy killed my father or this guy killed my brother and now he's a believer So, and God did remove hatred from the hearts and became like a family I mean you have to take yourself into those days and uh, understand what was going on
0: Muslims as being horrible people. And then if God chooses to guide you to this then all of a sudden you can know the difference and and and
3: have that
0: that impression forgiveness
2: and hopefully they'll forgive you too, but um, it is easy to to have a long impression of Islam due to the so called Muslims. Yes, (laughs) and took a good job giving Islam a bad name. Yes. You don't really blame the, the Americans.
1: But also, it doesn't have to be a deep-seated hatred. It can be just differences between people. There's always going to be differences, differences between, um, well, just personalities. And, you know, you've kind of got to make compromises and so forth, so that the believers are united and stay together as a family. It's
2: a very a nice as prayer. Family. You know, we move together yeah. tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Did go on. Okay. The hypocrites said to their allies, who, dis, who disbelieved among the followers of the previous scripture, "If you are banished, we will go with you. We will not obey anyone against you. If we are fought against, we will support you." <laughs> God bears witness that they are the liars. If, if they. If they do get banished, they will not go with them, and if they are fought against, they will not support them. Even if they they supported them, they will turn around and flee. They will never attain victory. Indeed, they fear you a lot more than they fear God. This is because they do not comprehend. They will not fight you together unless protected in formidable castles or behind walls. Their power among themselves seems impressive and you would think that they are united but in their hearts they are divided this is because they do not understand just like those before them they will suffer the consequences of their work they have deserved painful retribution they are like the devil who says to the human being disbelieve then when he disbelieves he says I have nothing to do with you I fear the Lord of the universe the consequence for both of them is eternal hell this is the requi- requital for the wicked. Okay, I'll go back to verse eleven there, and this, this set of verses is talking about hypocrites and disbelievers, and it them together. <laughs> and the hypocrites are saying that the disbelievers, okay, we're with you, we're with you, you know, and and you know we'll go with you. And if 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 they do get banished, they don't go with them. I mean hypocrites are, you know, they stay in one place, they're just hypocrites, (laughs) you know, um, and that's the reason God has saved the best place in hell for them, (laughs) because they don't make, they don't go with that group, they don't go with that group, you know, they, they just stay on the fence post, okay, and, um, they, they fear, they fear everybody else, the hypocrites do. They instead of God as they should. Okay, they, they're worried about what everybody else is going to think about them. You know, well we don't want to. We want to be with this group, but we yeah we want to be with this group, and you know, it doesn't work that way. Okay, um, and they they won't fight. It says in verse 14, they won't fight unless there is <laughs> behind some big wall, thinking that that's going to protect them. You know, and you already found out over here in the first of verses then you know it, does, it doesn't protect you from God. It, you know, if God's will is for them to be destroyed, then nothing will protect them. Um, and then also in this verse fourteen it says you would think they were united but in but in reality they're they're all divided. You know, it's just like the Muslims now. They're all. You think they're all one group, especially the Christians that don't know anything about Islam. You know, they think all oh, Muslims. You know, there's a whole lot of them. <laughs> there's a whole lot of them, and they're gonna. <laughs> you know, they're striking terror and everything. But there's Sunnis. There's whatever. I <laughs> I can't even think of them all. You know, and even even between those, they're fighting. And one guy believes something, and one guy believes something else. You know. And that's, that's one reason why it's, it's nice for the believers to be united because, I mean, the way they're so divided, one united group of believers is more than <laughs> this divided group and this divided group, you know. It um, it also shows their disbelief and their arrogance. They, they always want to follow their own way. And so, you know, like Gatut said this morning, you know, they take each other's puns.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this
0: is
4: you guys this is over and over
2: that they are making so, why some are making, some or that is there it's a conclusion that there is on their own this is a decision they make we, we study our surroundings and we look at the universe around us and we decide to believe in God, just believe in, in God or go along with the crowd wherever we are <coughs> so these are the three clients of people The believers, the believers and the <coughs> <coughs> yeah, They didn't ask him a As we know that a person and grow I is to Yeah, the definition of a hypocrite is one who says that he's a believer when in his or her heart are not believers they say they are believers and uh, usually they don't know that they are not believers so God gives us criteria in the Quran for example Uh, I know now for a fact that uh, they are forbidden by God from saying La Ilaha illallah saying Muhammad Rasulullah I mean I did my own experiments I used my education to run some experiments I find it uh, true I mean there is uh, the last time I challenged the person, I told him you are forbidden by God from saying La ilaha illallah and he could not say La ilaha illallah without saying Muhammad Rasulullah he was unable to say so here is a person who claims to be a believer, but he's not so God gives us the criteria criteria, one of them is when God alone is mentioned, they don't like it when when Muhammad is mentioned with him or somebody else is mentioned with God then they like it, this is in Surah 39 verse 45 so there are criteria in the Quran that will tell the person whether he or she is a believer or not so the definition, now a disbeliever is one who says he doesn't believe that's a disbeliever and the Qur'an writes about them two verses but uh, a hypocrite is one who says that he or she is a believer when they are not believers and so the Qur'an writes 13 verses about them because they are more uh, damaging than disbelievers the disbeliever you know, you you know the position but the hypocrite is, uh, is a person who claims to be a believer what can you do? (coughs) the impression that people are in front of us they say, you know, people are of our age they used to pray, find, and learn yes and still they would call not call themselves in the future. they never called themselves the Yeah, that's right. Yes. there's nobody on earth who thinks that he or she is going to hell <coughs> so, but we know from the Quran that the majority
0: Oh
2: God, look at First, before you say anything, I confused you with Mohsen Falihani. Really? I called you Mohsen. I forgot your name. Uh, because you just—it's uh, okay if you confuse me with Mohsen. Yeah, you say you I are know, Mohsen, you very close. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, we Well, wanna introduce yourself? <laughs> i you with him here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. time. I just discovered recently that I confused you with Mohsen. I called you Mohsen. But your he's name not, is? He's not here. Yeah, he is here. He's in Pusan. He's in Yeah. I just saw him the other day. This one I said, hey, wait a minute, this is Mohsen. I'm not <laughs>
5: losing
0: my hair. The guy doesn't have any hair. Well, that's exciting. <laughs>
2: Give me your name first. And that's the I'm Hamid. Hamid. Okay. Now, go
5: ahead. Uh, going back to our discussion, uh, does Quran categorizes uh, hypocrites uh, worse than non-believers?
2: Yes. Is that the reason that there are more verses about them? Yes. Yeah. There's a statement in Surah Four that says the hypocrites are in the lowest pit of hell. And right. you know, also, now uh, a good example of the of the hypocrites. Uh, if I may say so, is Khomeini for, for example right, right. he's a person who thinks he's the leader of the Islamic revolution he's right. the biggest hypocrite of all exactly right. uh, uh, but he really, he believes, he sincerely <laughs> believes that he is a, a believer but he doesn't act according we to the Quran. <laughs> yeah? uh, go ahead
5: uh, basically <coughs> my brother was mentioning it they use it in their own uh, benefit, uh, and uh, I think the line is very uh, fine line. It's sometimes even confusing for the uh, ordinary people to really, really recognize this, You know, who is who and which is which, and uh, that makes it a little bit, uh, unfortunately, hard. Sometimes very uh, painful and costly. Like in, in the case of you know
2: Definitely says that the hypocrites are worse in the lowest pit of them, Because, uh, here, I mean, before the whole world, the whole world looks at them as uh, Muslims. They're acting in the name of Islam. and in the last four weeks, they executed 400 people in Iran because of uh, drugs, supposedly. Yesterday, according to BBC, 85 people, yesterday alone was executed. this makes them 400 in four weeks. Now, the trial takes one week. And, I mean, they don't, maybe some of these people are insane, maybe they have pain and they need to take drugs. They don't even take drugs.
0: No. But
2: so, <laughs> this is the name of Islam. No,
3: I, I had a letter from my mom. And she said that was the worst. and The drug driver, they were anywhere. They saw they could saw them in any uh, street, anywhere. And they were so scared because they had young uh, kids. and They were so scared of, because of this. And they don't lie. Somebody uh, was killed because of that. But I had another letter. They said, yeah, when they killed some of these, that was. And at least they can't see it anywhere east of the river. And that's uh, because we are here. We don't know. That's what my mom doesn't. He, she's not in this uh, any politics or anything of this.
0: That was the letter I
3: have from her. And we don't. We are here. We don't know what's going over there. If they kill. The drug is over there because of this situation. Because the young people they don't have anything over there, and the drug is is all over there in the country. Yes. And this is easy when you you want to buy a drug, it's cheaper than it you you buy a cigarette, a pack of cigarette. So you
2: talk about hashish and the
3: no, the uh, heroin. Heroin. Yeah, that, that's the worst thing. When you can buy it cheaper than that.
2: It's all over the place. Yeah, it's
0: all over the place. Yeah, but who said
2: them? that uh, drug addicts or drug dealers should be killed?
3: That's that is from the, uh, Islam. They do it because they, they want to save. I, I don't know. I am not talking. You want to save it. the country. They save the country.
2: The country has to be saved from them. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't
0: know. Because
3: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is not something. Uh, when you are living over there, you have kids. Yes. You want to protect it. From heroin? Yeah, this is one of the worst things, I think.
5: Well, uh, ironically, it was written. I'm sorry, I just don't want to interrupt it. Properly. No, no, go ahead. Yes, this is actually the. Maybe it's a waste It, this is this is uh, one app from a hundred. But uh, you know, they can't really deny the whole thing. You know, they try to yeah. minimize it but it is really it's a mess anyway. It is so messed even United States told his allies not to keep this government in <laughs>
2: through Islam through Islam will come to Iran and am religious second they 10% Eighteen percent of the Egyptians have been
0: smoking hashish
2: for 200 years, and nothing is happening to them. <laughs> <laughs> this is their
0: problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, back to Dana and verse one.
0: Eighteen. Well,
1: I'd like to <laughs> point out that we refer to verse sixteen, where it says that Satan says disbelieve, and then he says, "I when you know." Um, Then when the person disbelieves, he says, "Okay, you know, I fear God myself.
0: You know,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to have anything to do with you. You know." (laughs) Bye.
0: (laughs) And it's a very strong
1: verse. I would like to point that out. Um, We refer to it quite often. (coughs) Um, Satan, Satan himself knows who really controls things, and he fears himself. Okay. Then on to verse 18. All you believe, beware of God, and let each of you examine what he or she has advanced for the coming day. You shall observe God, for God is cognizant of everything you do. Do not be like those who forget God, so he made them forget their own souls. These are the wicked. Not equal are those who have deserved hell and those who have deserved heaven. Those who have deserved heaven are the winners. Okay. As Muslims even on a on a daily basis, or, basis, or even at every hour or moment, every time you can remember, think about what you we should think about what we're doing. You know, make sure that it, it's what God wants. You know,
0: and um, make
1: sure that we're on the right track. and And our pri- prayers help us do that. You know, by praying, we get back on the right track. And, back to thinking about God, <clears throat> it keeps us from falling into sin, and um, then in verse 19 it says, Do not be like those who forgot God. Um, there's a verse in the Bible we use it with the kids all the time, you know, remember God so that he may remember you. Well, if you forget God, you, it's, it's like Dr., uh, Like Abdullah was talking about one time in Hutto. you pick your own Lord you know? If you pick your job or whatever is the one that you occupy your mind with the most, well, you've forgotten God. You, you know, that job becomes your God. That's the one you worry about, think about the most. And so, when you think about something other than God, um, or, I'll put it, if you occupy your mind with something other than God, um, then you forget to feed your own soul, you know. You you aren't thinking about God so that He can help you in your daily life and you um, remember God. Uh, It's just like an equation, you know. (laughs) It's a balanced kind of equation. You remember God, and He remembers you. You forget God, and you starve your soul, and God's... picked some other god other than God. (laughs) And those that pick other gods you know, are the losers in the hereafter. Their souls are starved and they won't be able to withstand the presence of God. And only those who have fed their souls and remembered God are going to be the winners and be strong enough to be closed about. Okay, are there any comments about those, those beautiful verses?
2: (laughs) Any questions?
4: This world is temporary, and we are working for the year after, and we have to examine what we are doing for the
0: hereafter.
4: Right? You something? Yes. Right? My question was to the same person, and I guess that's yeah. oh. oh.
0: okay. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it's like, you know, like, we need to wear out whatever people think of, you know, we can just get right on the spot.
2: Asking God for forgiveness in itself is an act of remembering God. I want to give you an analogy from this life, okay? Just think what David Dixon is doing to guarantee a good life <laughs> between the age of, say, uh, 30 and 65, 35 years. He goes through school, and this applies to all of us. I'm just using David as an example. And because he's having such a rough time, <laughs> it's really <laughs> rough. Medical school is very difficult you go to school, grade school, junior high, high school, college examinations, tests, staying up all night, homework this is to prepare for 30, five, 30 or 40 years now, after that comes uh, retirement, say 10, 20 years for which people prepare the IRA, Individual Retirement Account and they're very worried, you know, what they what will have okay, what comes after that, after retirement let's say, not forty years, let's say forty million years it's, it's forever, forty million years so what are we doing for those forty million years for forty years you go through all this studying and homework and all this rough you told me today it's rough and every student now in the university knows how rough it is and this is just for twenty or thirty or forty years but God is telling us in this verse, examine what you have advanced for the coming day an eternal day the day of resurrection is an eternal day forty million years how much are going to need then? in your forty years here you need, let's say twenty thousand dollars if you're really poor, twenty thousand dollars forty years, is eight hundred thousand dollars this is what you need in this life and for these eight hundred thousand dollars you go to school and you work hard and you are uh, very polite to your teachers so they give you a good grade and they do anything they say come here three o'clock in the morning We're having a special class, you go at three o'clock in the morning we're having a field trip, you go to the field trip you study all night, you're going to study all night you do all this for the $800,000 that you need in this world now for 40 million years God told you exactly what to do for your uh, PRA, Post Retirement Account and how to, uh, to advance the funds for your PRA the most important period of your life every prayer, every contact prayer God gives you, let's say, a million dollars, it's actually more than that but God puts in your account a million dollars and every time you remember God, you put, you make a deposit so examine, in this verse here means, you ask yourself every day how much does this put in my PRA account you must examine yourself every day because on that day when you wake up for the Day of Resurrection you're going to open the PRA book and say how much do I have that will decide what you're going to be for eternity I mean here you go to school and you work very hard to have a nice decent life here you have to do the same for eternity you're going to have a decent life there forever you're going to be an honored person you're going to be a humiliated person all in your hand, God left it up to you you can make deposits as much as you want in this world, when you get your check, you go to the bank and you make a deposit in your savings account, in your bank account and God gave you inf- infinite amount of deposits that you can make you have the five prayers, this are five deposits every day that you make in your account over there and it is uh, literally this is what it says O you who believe, O you who believe beware of God and let each of you examine what he or she has advanced for the coming day how many deposits did you make today, examine that and then it tells you how to make the deposits, you shall observe God this is how, in the same verse you observe God by by uh, doing the five this is the minimum, the five daily prayers by being honest, truthful, being kind to the people being an exemplary person for God is cognizant of everything you do, meaning every deposit you make is going to be multiplied many forms because you're building up interest God's interest is very high, seven thousand percent that's God's interest and that's the minimum, excuse me because God says He gives you even more than that so the Quran puts things in perspective and makes us aware that uh, the most important part of our life comes after
5: death
2: <laughs> yes, the CD account and by the way you, you uh, you can draw benefits now, not you can, you have to you draw benefits now you think Hamid missed the part about the invisible giants that we have this is part of the benefits that you draw because you, you, you benefit from the account right now and 19 tells you to not be like those who forgot God so again it's telling you how to make deposits into your most important account by remembering God, do not be like those who forget God and He makes them forget their own souls, meaning they forgot to make deposits for their soul you're going to need that deposit when you get there because you have eternity ahead of you and this is the only time you can make the deposits now is the only time over there is too late if you, somebody opens the account, there's zero in it you can't come back here to make deposits this is the only time. Are there any questions? We'll go back to Dana and 21. Or 20.
1: 21.
2: 21.
1: Awesomeness of Quran. If we revealed this Quran to a mountain, you would see it trembling, crumbling, out of reverence for God. We cite these examples for the people that they may reflect. He is the one God, there is no God except He, the knower of secrets and Decorations. He is the most gracious, most merciful. He is the one God, there is no God except He, the King, the sacred, the peaceful, the faithful, the supreme, the almighty, the powerful, the dignified. God be glorified over and above anything they idolize. He is the one God, the Creator, the Initiator, the Designer. To Him belong the most beautiful names, glorifying Him in His everything in the heavens and the earth. He is the Almighty, the Wise. Okay. <laughs> these these verses are very strong verses, and they're they're my favorite verses. <laughs> Me and Abdullah, we used to listen to these, on, we had a tape of we would listen to it every Ramadan. These r- verses always remind me of Ramadan. <laughs> when we were younger and could stay up more at night, we would listen to these. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we would listen to these in the Arabic,
1: and, um, you know, this Quran is, you know, it's the Word of God, and, and nothing can match it. Um, you know, the mountain, it does what God wants it to do, and it, it knows how, it knows who God is. He, it knows it knows the power of God, and it sounds kind of silly, but we should strive to be like the mountain, <laughs> yep. you know. I think about how the angels, you know, it may sound a little bit funny, but you you should try to be an angel. I mean, they do what God wants them to do. They're the ones that made the right decision in the first place, and they submit to God and do what God wants them to do. And you know, the mountain knows that, and the angels know that, and God's trying to tell us here what to do, what He wants us to do. Uh, he spelled it out for us through what it calls here examples for people that they may reflect. This book is is a no nonsense history. It's full of examples that we should learn from you know history is useless unless unless you learn from it and God's given us a concise but exact history here and we should learn from it learn to be like the mountain and the angels and it says clearly here la la la, ilala and there's nothing after it (laughs) except God's names here and he's, he's he knows all our intentions, all our secrets, all—he's all-knowing by definition. I know it. And um, when I was going to the U, in our philosophy class, we learned that God, by definition, is all-knowing and all-powerful. Oh. You know, but God, uh, but people don't don't stop to think about that. You know, they don't even stop to think what God means, and so then they get these things, well, we got to help God, and we got to do this for God, you know, God can't do it himself, you know, <laughs> but God, by definition, is all-knowing, and almighty, and all-powerful, by definition alone, and then it goes on to say he's most gracious, most merciful, you know, he's given us a chance here on earth to, to, um, to, clar- to a second chance, you know, to do what's right to be like the angels in the mountains, um, because we were so stupid in the beginning. <laughs> and then again it says, La la illa la and then it goes on to name God's names again, and it says, the king, and in our class, we've taught the kids, you know, if if God is your king, then wherever you, then you're always in God's kingdom, you know, if God is your king, you know, because God is everywhere. so. Wherever you are is God's kingdom. As long as God is your king, he's the sacred, the peace. There's no peace without God. Happiness can only be achieved through God, and, and happiness is true peace inside. Um, oh, I skipped over the sacred. He's, he's, you know, the highest, the most holy. And then it says he's the the faithful. And if you turn to Verse uh, Surah two, verse one eighty six. Um the it's a section on Ramadan, again. <laughs> it says, And when my servants ask you about me, I am always near. I respond to the call of any caller who calls on me. Therefore I shall respond to uh, they they shall res- therefore they shall respond to me and believe in me that they may attain guidance. God's always there when we need him, you know. And you know, He's just there to help us all the time. Um, He's the supreme, He's the best, the almighty, the powerful, by definition, you know, and the dignified. Uh, um, We're told in the Quran that in the hereafter we'll be humbled because we're nothing compared to God. You know, all dignity belongs to God. and. we're nothing. We're dust particles and less than dust particles in comparison to God. Um, God be glorified over and above anything they idolize. And we went over these verses with the kids tonight and we were talking about how there's... Whatever is good here on earth, whatever is... Uh, you might say something is terrific or the best or something. There's God is always better. You know? God is always the greatest. It's all, He's always step above anything here we have on earth. So anything that you idolize here on earth, God is always better than that, you know. I mean, like I just said, we're all only dust particles and everything here on earth is just (laughs) nothing also. So God has to be greater because He controls it all. He is the one God, the creator, the initiator, the designer, and it doesn't mince words here, it doesn't say that he was the constructor, you know. The guy the Quran is very precise here. Um, all God had to say was be and he initiated the creation, his design. You know, he designed it and all he had to say was be and it was. And to God belongs the most beautiful names. Um, a lot of these names a lot of Christians and Muslims both Put to their idols, like I know, for example, um, it's not here, but some people call Jesus the healer. Now you would say, no, Jesus isn't the healer, and they'll, ah, you know, <laughs> they'll go into convulsions or something, you know. <laughs> but you say God isn't the healer, and okay, well we accept that, you know. They, they aren't insulted by it. It's like Gatun was saying today in the in the uh, hutba. You know you and they they aren't insulted when you lessen God you know but you lessen their idol and that's not to be
2: <laughs>
1: yeah um, then it's it they it uses the same verse the same phrase here glorifying him and every glorifying him is everything in the heavens and the earth he is the almighty the wise it's the same phrase here here at the beginning of the surah and I know I always think well the disbelievers do they glorify God you know and I got to thinking about that this week and you know they glorify God in making this come true because their actions and everything show the believers that this is the truth you know you you sit here and you read about the hypocrites and the al- their allies the disbelievers and so forth and you say you know, that's that's those people and, and so they they sh- they show the glory of God by showing that his words are true here, you know, in the Quran. Are there any more comments?
2: I meant to tell you to take two surahs but I forgot. Yeah, you did, but <laughs> there's not much. <laughs> time to cover. Start here? <laughs> okay. That'll bless you. Very really good, sir. Abdullah.
4: Last three was are the most concentrated most of the names of God. And uh, if you take the all the all the surahs up to this point, and all the surahs to the rest of the Quran, you take this side to the left side, if you add them all the verse numbers and chapter numbers they are divisible and if you take yeah. the rest of it, yeah. the class you have the chapter
2: numbers and verse numbers and divisible <coughs> it's even mathematically designed
4: this was a mountain with a if you take all the verse numbers with the chapter numbers I can't remember the numbers now, I just remember It's divisible up, you know, if you come to all the way from the beginning of the Quran to the verse 21 Then if you take the next following 61 and all the rest of the Quran you do the same thing, it's
2: divisible uh, Add them all <clears throat> I just want you to reflect with me on the, uh, the design of it. something we take for granted see Nama is scratching her ear and when she did this in the process you just look at the design of the arm you can take your arm like this to your ear but, and then you go like this and how did God design this? it's a very important thing now she did this without even thinking right? but it's, it's quite a design now more complicated are your teeth how are your teeth fitting together, the, the upper and the lower how they're fitting together, perfectly first, <laughs> first you have, you did something wrong, Hamid <laughs> there are cutters, there are cutters in the front you have these cutters in the front and, and the uh, eye teeth these are important also, so you can pull on the stick if it is tough and then back there are the molars that uh, grind uh, they're flat and they fit in each other perfectly every hole or, or cavity has something on the other side, unless you're too, too much sugar but uh, the two jars are fitting together perfectly except Hamid, you? So. Uh, and you know, you just, uh, we take uh, our fingers, we design the nails uh, what are these nails for? very simple things, and they keep growing and they keep cutting them, and they keep growing God's design, the designer why two eyes, two kidneys one mouth and two ears which means shut up and listen (laughs) 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 God is teaching us to listen a lot not to talk too much because we get in trouble one mouth and two ears, there's a message there this is a design okay well uh, we thank Donna for her good job and uh, next time will be three surahs and uh, today uh, tomorrow starts the spring today started the spring break at the university and i know that my daughter will miss homework so she's going to be our teacher next week surahs 60 61 and 62 (laughs) so she'll be our teacher next Friday three surahs because we have uh, we don't want to take just one surah every time it will take forever and uh... Robert uh... this goes back to the verse on uh... when we were
6: talking about the hypocrites, and it's in the Quran that they are the ones who Disbelieve and believe, disbelieve and believe, and then fall deeper to disbelief. And they are the ones who. Um, no, this. Uh, they, they're with one side, they're with the other, and they go with one side with the other. They're, they're people that never make up their minds. They want, they want this, and they want that. And in, in terms of us, when we make our covenant, like this, or the hypocrite never knows they're a hypocrite. The, the disbeliever never knows they're a disbeliever. Okay, so everybody, when it came right down to it, nobody thinks, they're going to nobody thinks they're going to hell. So when you look at this, like like you said, um Ayatollah Khomeini thinks or is a hypocrite. But yet because he thinks he's a believer, but then again the, the Christians are, are
0: that's bad to say that. But, uh, certain Christians or some Christians.
2: Actually, to come at all human I beings. He's to come
6: to quite, at I, all I don't want to generalize because you get in trouble. With but saying certain people, okay, if somebody idolizes Jesus, that's the best way to say um, Then that person who may well think they are a believer. Is is an idolater? Okay, and therefore that makes them a disbeliever. Would that also speaking of a Well, no. Yes, really yes, yes. Them. He's a hypocrite
2: because he thinks he's a believer and he thinks he's going to heaven. But everybody thinks they're going. To, everybody, nobody thinks they're going to hell. Anymore well the disbeliever just doesn't even think uh, he thinks hell doesn't exist See, but the hypocrites know, uh, says he believes in God and he knows there's heaven and there's hell and he knows he's going to heaven well then in that case the only people
6: who are disbelievers in the 70 atheists.
2: yes, exactly so then all people are hypocrites? yes <laughs> the vast <laughs> majority are, yes the believers. that's why in Surah 12 God says most people no matter what to do will not believe and then most of those who believe will fall in idolatry so the vast majority uh, are hypocrites my question does not relate to this it's okay Yeah, <laughs> no, No, that's, that's wrong This is This what is written in the history books but
0: that is not true I don't
2: believe it then So then there's some other place the yeah, again, Muhammad was very, was very much conscious, conscious and uh, he wrote the Quran with his own hand. These are things that uh, we didn't know at the time of writing this translation. But then,
0: later on, I have read
6: in one of the papers from the New Quran those verses that mostly exist.
3: What was the reason for,
6: for uh, gathering ayahs and having?
0: every to be verified. no, 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 that
2: didn't happen either this is what they said, this is what they wrote in the books according to them they collected the Quran and they had every verse witnessed by at least two witnesses except the last two verses of Surah 9 they found them only with a late Muslim, a and Muslim and then the Hadith supported him by saying that his testimony equals uh, two. Uh, and this is all nonsense, of course, and this is the idea putting that nonsense, but the Quran was written by the Prophet with his own hand and the instructions were on the side as to where every piece goes and the committee that was uh, putting the Quran together during Osman's time were using that, they didn't need any witnesses but I'm narrating what they wrote in Bukhari and the Sunnah books and all that because it's a bunch of nonsense then what that are being used as an evidence that
0: the
6: two verses
2: Right, because uh, you know the thief feels uh, something, that exposes himself. Now, that,
0: that was
5: nonsense, what that as
2: a Because it indicates that they were suspicious of their own crime. They they uh, knew their crime. You know, there is a famous uh, story in the Middle East. I don't know if it uh, if it is also known in Iran or not but this uh, king or something uh, one of his precious birds uh, was stolen so he he got all his servants and they lined them up in the line and he said I want the person who stole my precious bird to uh, come forward and confess and I will forgive that person I will forgive him nobody came forward so he kept saying I know who the person is but uh, if he comes forward I will forgive him I want him to confess on his own and bring my precious bird back. Nobody came forward. And he said, "You see, I know because that person has a feather on his head." So one of them went like this. <laughs> so the, the guilty.
0: <laughs>
2: so the guilty person always exposes himself in this manner. And uh, they, they made up these stories, <laughs> reflecting <laughs> reflecting uh, their suspicions of the two verses so I reported them as, as it is the book. maybe I should point out that uh, the fact is yeah,
4: he doesn't see them
2: okay, good point any other questions? okay, we're gonna wish uh, Matt a happy birthday his birthday was Wednesday we're gonna pray to God to give him the happiest year of his life coming up and every year after that to be even even better and as you recite, turn to God and ask Him to fulfill your dearest wishes. Congratulations, you just deposited $10 billion in Fatiha, this الرحمن الرحيم a man of Rahim, a hundred and a half of the Rahim, It was worth